0: You're listening to the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised
1: at all times.
2: And thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. My name's Clive and I'm joined once again by Ricky. How are you tonight, Ricky?
0: Yeah, I'm doing well myself.
2: Aye, good. It's good to have you back on after a couple of weeks off. Um yeah. obviously as this podcast has been recorded, Wrestle Kingdom has not long happened. So obviously there's gonna be a few people who haven't seen it yet. It's still a bit early and through the time slots and stuff it's going to be a day or so before people are going to be able to see it proper so we're going to avoid spoilers and not really talk about it this week, maybe we can touch on it next week is that alright with yourself Ricky?
0: Yeah that's fine because I know um, I don't know I don't think you've watched a full card anyway um, Not yet, no and I know John Ross hasn't either, he's currently watching it, uh, whether he gets a chance to finish it tonight, I'm not sure um, I've watched it I watched it earlier on today and just before we continue, if you don't mind, I'd just like to say a couple of things. Um, uh-huh. Most of it is about the Wrestle Kingdom, um, WWE and just sort of general wrestling. Um, I'm not one to say to people, oh, you should go do this, go watch this, go watch this, you know, force my opinions down people's throats. But I'm going to sort of contradict myself here. For <laughs> no. anyone who, for everyone that listens Wrestle Kingdom is a must-watch, um, as you know. Me and yourself are not uh, avid followers of the product. We know bits and bits and bits and pieces about it. So I went, I went into watching this pay-per-view almost sort of blind because uh, I sort of I knew the build-up to Jericho and Omega. Uh, the, the title match between Okada and uh, Naito. I sort of knew Naito. One was it with G one? I don't know what the builds been like outside that. I don't even know what the bushing, um, the Cody road builds was like either. So I went into it like sort of blind and just sort of oblivious to everything that's happened and the build up to it. And just wanted to just sort of watch the product and the wrestling itself. And I tell you, I wasn't a follower of it before, but from now on, I will be keeping keeping up to date with this product because that fucking blew me away.
2: Really?
0: It was it was so so amazing so special um, the Fatal 4-Way was without a doubt probably my, my favourite match and again I'm not going to say too much but it's great and that's saying something because Jericho and Omega was just 35 minutes of just an adrenaline rush the main event was also good um, Cody match was good and the Young Bucks match was good but I just what I want to say is just my main point is I was on Twitter quite a lot during the day. At night, um, there's this, this general conception that you have to sort of either be a WWE fan or a New Japan fan or a Ring of Honor, and I just want to say like I think for anyone out there, like it's it, it's all right to watch all types of wrestling. You can be a WWE fan as well as a New Japan fan if you want to be just a WWE fan, that's fine. Or you want to be just a New Japan fan, that's fine. Like, too much, it's almost like, oh, if you don't watch this, you're not cool enough.
2: Mm-hmm. Or oh,
0: you you only watch this product, like, what's wrong with you? Like, you don't like this person, what's wrong with you? And too many people try to force their opinions down people's throats, and it's like, look, if you don't like a certain product, if you don't like a certain type of match, type of wrestler, um, that's fine. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm this massive Kenny Omega fan, Mark, or even a Young Bucks. Like, if you don't like the Young Bucks, then that's fine. It's not an issue. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent you that link to was it the Ring of Honor pay per like a few weeks back when i had done that sort of sequence, and it was like a lot of people were saying different things about it with the drop uh, super kicks and drop kicks and stuff.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I personally say to you at the time when I watched, it, I found it very cringy, but. A lot of people take those little wee gifs and gifs or whatever you want to call it and assume that's what Young Bucks are all about. The Bucks, that I, it was the first time in a while, I think in a good while, probably over a year, that I sat and watched a proper Young Bucks match and I was fucking blown away with them. I've seen... they, they, they are really, really fucking good. So I knew that beforehand, but I hate this conception that you can sum up a wrestler or whatever in the space of just a couple of highlights and that's not the case but at the same time if you don't like them that's fine there's nothing wrong with that and the same goes with Omega same goes with if you like Roman Reigns that's fine don't let other people tell you otherwise if you don't like AJ Styles that's fine I think nowadays too many people are trying to force their opinions on other people in in quote unquote what they think is cool to watch Um, at the end of the day everyone's got different uh, tastes and opinions on different things I, I like a certain type of wrestling as well but I'm also one for that sort of like quote unquote spot fest, if you want, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I like to say is the a product last night, but they, that pay per view was top to bottom was mind blowingly good. Um, but basically, that's what, I, that's what I wanted to just say was like, guys, it's it's fine to like one product over another, or you can like them all. You don't have to get stuck in this where you need to pick and choose who you like and what you don't like. At the end of the day, wrestling's a subjective thing, um, and no one's right ultimately in in what product they might prefer and what kind of wrestling they prefer. So I would just I'd really advise folk to go watch wrestling. Kingdom like please go into it with a with no preconceived notion of what you think's going to happen, what you want to happen. Just go in and just sort of ignore everything and just enjoy the wrestling because the wrestling was top notch.
2: Very well put, Ricky, I have to say. I couldn't really I think um a couple of the guys, Caleb and Carol from the SMC wrestling podcast had mentioned the same thing that you've been talking about where you've got some folk ah fuck New Japan or fuck WWE I'll watch this because it's better than the other. Watch what you want to watch. I, I've apart from seeing the odd matches that have been recommended to me, this was I was basically a Wrestle Kingdom virgin up until tonight when I started watching it. I'm onto the hair v hair match at the moment and I have enjoyed it I've not got any idea, like some of them have not really got any idea what the storyline leading up to them is apart from a couple of the ones later on so I'm still but it's because it's like a blank canvas I'm just watching it for the wrestling and I did enjoy the Young Bucks match it wasn't a very serious one, just like the the dropkick party that they had or whatever it was but I have seen them in the past have really good matches they had a God, what was it? It was Young Bucks and AJ Styles versus Kingdom, I think they were called. Ring of Honor a couple of years ago. And that was just... It was like a spot fest, but it was insanely good. And there was also a, a Ring of Honor's version of a TLC match. Oh, what's it called again? Can you remember off the top of your head? No, see
0: this is where, some, this is
2: where uh, John Ross would come in. Uh, l- His knowledge is really good. Ladder yeah. War, I think it is. Right. Uh, and it was a three-way tag match and it was some devastating stuff they were pulling off really, I don't know how Christopher Daniels is still alive after that particular match the absolute destruction that he was on the receiving end of so I think it's just, I've actually done a lot of, I wouldn't say soul searching but just taking a back seat and thinking about things and I'm actually a lot more positive about WWE heading into the new year but I'm more than open to take on other things, I've been toying with getting into a bit more of the other independent promotions All the, the only thing that's holding me back isn't opinion or bias towards WWE, the thing that's holding me back is just time, basically mm-hmm. there's only so much time when I've got work and a family and stuff like that, so if there was 30 hours in a day, that would be ideal but sadly there's that, not that's, that's also the issue for me, it's, it's, it's a struggle enough
0: to fit in the WWE product with obviously you know, we both we're both got full time work and we both got kids, so it's you've also got Voss mic down a, a pay per view sort of every second week and it's like where do you fit all this in? But I think just to just to summarise it really, I, I was um on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, it was last week and I was it was um Kevin from the S M C podcast, Kev on Twitter. Kevin, he put out uh, a tweet and I just basically says yeah I think both of us are bad for it I remember you, you you chimed in on it as well that we get too caught up in creative and too caught up in booking rather than just sitting back and watching it uh-huh. watching the, the match and I sort of that's that was my I should get into uh, Wrestle Penland this morning. it was just a case of like I'm not even going to bother doing any research on the build up to any of these I'm just wanting to watch the product just to see some of these guys and see what the what what the what the hype's all about? And let's be honest,ly like I've, I've said stuff about the young bucks, and they might not be to everyone's taste, but those guys are fucking excellent. Uh, Omega is just like truly is like phenomenal. I mean, I've seen it. and I've watched maybe maybe half a dozen New Japan matches prior to today at most. And funny enough, and I don't think it's a a, a coincidence. Okada was involved in every single one of those matches. Um,
2: he is a legend. He already.
0: is just so powerful, so big, but so smooth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it almost seems so effortless. Um, so again, I don't want to give too much away from when uh, they the run, but the, that that title match was excellent as well. Overall, like I say is people just need to just enjoy what if you want to watch, enjoy what if you like watching, and, and don't let other people tell you otherwise except now obviously because I really do recommend watching Wrestle Kingdom highly and I want to final point is I want to give a shout out to Keeping It Strong style Um, guys on the (coughs) sorry on the social suplex network as well Um, those guys I've listened to a few of their podcasts and their knowledge is unbelievable and that's one of the reasons why I watched it another reason was um, John Ross because I'm constantly picking his brain asking him stuff and he can't speak highly enough of the product, so that was one of the reasons as well why I, why I wanted to watch this. But like I say, it's just overall, folks, just enjoy wrestling because it's phenomenal. And what today, watching watching this pay per view today, just reaffirmed my absolute love of pro wrestling.
2: Excellent! You're in a good mood tonight, Ricky. Fantastic stuff.
0: I am. I, I don't have too much to complain about about the general product. I mean, I could if I wanted to, but for me right now, the the
2: good sort of outweighing the bad I suppose I'm it's it's outweighing the bad for me there there are things that are doing my boxing on WWE but I'm basically just choosing to ignore them and it's I don't know if you remember me talking about SummerSlam, like I basically skipped several chunks of the pay-per-view and because of that I enjoyed what I watched (laughs) Um, I mean I, I know that's not really fair on the wrestlers but it's rather, I'm not moaning about it. I'm keeping myself happy. But
0: sometimes, sometimes, even though, like, the, today's pay-per-view, there was, what, like, seven or eight matches or something like that in total, was
2: mm-hmm. it? Um, Nine, I think. can't remember so, exactly. Not finished like, yet, yeah, obviously.
0: Sometimes, sometimes it's it's overload. But see when, read, like, for instance, for today, when wrestling was that good for just about every single match, like,
2: uh-huh.
0: it doesn't matter how long this is going because I'm not missing a single match here. In terms of sometimes with some of them, like, there's some matches that are just thrown on, almost like fillers, to make up some time. Like, you don't need that on. It's sort of overkill of a product. But you've just sort, of, like you said, you just sort of skip through it. And that's sometimes what you get the feeling. With sometimes with WrestleMania as well, that you feel like you could probably skip at least half of that and still feel like, oh well, that was money well spent.
2: I mean, you shouldn't skip it. They should put on something that's excellent from bell to bell, but. If it's not to your taste, just don't watch it. Don't fill your mind with bile and just bad negative thoughts. Yep. That's and, what,
0: and the last thing about Richard, and that's what was so good about the pay-per-view earlier on today, that there didn't seem to be sort of a filler match. It just... Uh, Maybe there was, maybe I was oblivious to it, because like I said, I don't know the build-up to it, and I Fortnite. don't know guys that intimately, and mm. I just enjoyed it. So,
2: For all we know, there could have been a few matches that had bad booking, or the wrong person went over in a certain match, we it, don't know.
0: Exactly, exactly, and that, and that, that was sort of, like, you sort of felt like a kid again in a sense, you just didn't care about who won, and etc, like, you were just enjoying, enjoying it. Yep. you always felt, like I say, when you, when you were younger when you wanted a good guy, you beat the bad guy but now it just a case of just let me see, just some really good wrestling and,
2: and it f- delivered I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it in the morning um, you'd mentioned the Social Suplex Network there and I've got a, a wee mini-announcement for you uh, Social Suplex Podcast Network wants to hook you up with a wrestling t-shirt uh, so it's a wee giveaway we're organising. Here's how it will work. Basically, what you do is leave a rating and a review on either Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. As far as I'm aware, that's a new name for iTunes. Um, so once you've done that rating and review, obviously you want to give that a six star review if possible. Uh, you send a send a screenshot like a screen snapshot capture of the rating and review, and send it to either the DM box. On Twitter and Facebook At Ricky and Clive Just messages Or you can also Go straight to Keeping it strong styles Jeremy at social dot com So email it to Jeremy at social dot com At the end of this month We will randomly select a winner And if If you are that winner Send an email To Jeremy at social dot com Basically which shirt you want So it's anything Any I'm guessing it's going to be a wrestling shirt you want Not a Celtic away tilt or something like that. <laughs> for for
0: our for our American listeners, if we have any, if you're unaware,
2: who Celtic are, they are one of the most popular teams in the world. Uh huh. Glasgow Celtic. <laughs> um, so basically, send which shirt you want with your size and your address, and we'll get that sorted for you. So a wee giveaway for Social Suplex Podcast Network listeners, and it's a wee thank you for your attention so far. Nice wee bit of housekeeping there I'm glad I remembered that And thanks for doing the the shout outs For the other podcasts as well So you've got Keeping It Strong Style Uh, The SMC Wrestling Podcast uh, One Nation Radio One Nation Radio Rich latner has been tearing it up On a new app called Anchor Which is basically It's the best find that Rich has ever done This is going to change the podcasting game I think Anchor it's basically you can do all the podcasts that you want from your phone, and that's it. You don't need any hardware, anything like that. It's top notch. My own current Anchor app address thingamajig is Anchor.fm forward slash two o five Clive. Do you like that? Do you like that? We username there. It's clever, isn't it's, uh, it? It's
0: excellent. Two o five, your baby.
2: Well, not not so much well, was, I It was. was, but. As we just said, we're trying to keep positive so just ignoring the shite stuff. Oh,
0: by the way, did you did you happen to see Neville when you drove past Newcastle?
2: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I thought you were doing been uh, Thingy, um, Thingy Stadium, where it was called again. fucking like Newcastle Stadium, where St. was James called. St. James's. St James's. Not it's changed out. it was like Sports Directory like or some push like that.
2: Oh so it did. I basically yeah. I listeners I was on travels to see the in laws. And we were driving past Newcastle, which is Neville's hometown. And I was just looking out the window to see if he was there, moaning and sulking and putting someone in the rings of Saturn and stuff like that. But sadly, I didn't see him.
0: Just to also clarify, um, Clive's in laws are not related to Neville. Just in case folk are getting confused there.
2: I'm confused myself now. Let's move on. Shall we talk about wrestling? WWE? <laughs> <laughs>
0: What the hell have we been doing? Why
2: not? Let's move on. So, I don't know about yourself, but I think over the space of like, it's, I found it quite odd that Christmas Day and New Year's Day they had like a raw and a SmackDown the day after. So nobody's going to be paying much attention to them, but they were not really filler episodes, as far as I'm concerned. It was quite quite an eventful couple of weeks of telly, uh, and it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. So, and I think over the Christmas period, SmackDown's quickly improved. Would you agree with that? Maybe not yes. quickly, but it's yeah. it's better than it has been.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if that's an indictment of what it used to what it has been like. So, but sticking with the staying positive, I think it is like the. For with it's. I, I genuinely think we're starting to gear up towards a potential Daniel Bryan return.
2: Right.
0: For a long time I felt it wasn't going to happen, but I think, I says it a few weeks back, I just had a feeling that he might return, and I think we're, st- I got a feeling we're starting to gear towards it. I think. Um, I also say oh, that I believe the title match at the Royal Rumble with... Um, KO and Sammy versus AJ, but I think that's going to be the start of the switch between KO and Sammy. Um, and what, what would be quite interesting and sort of a real su- twist and a surprise would be if it was Sammy who turned on KO.
2: I I was thinking that myself.
0: I don't know how Owens would do as a, as a face. I don't know if I would like to see him as a face, but it might it might just. Give that a different dimension from before. Um, SmackDown title scene as well. Uh, it's looking alright, especially with Shelton and uh, Gable obviously getting the, the quote unquote win and SmackDown there, and ultimately the match restarted, which is a good match as well.
2: Yes, I like that um, actually. I think.
0: Bludgeon, Bludgeon Brothers, like, you know, we, 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 we're very high on Luke Harper. Mm hmm not a fan of what they're doing in the fashion place right enough but
2: at least they're wrestling
0: yeah it's true it is but I just hope now they don't get lost in shuffle again they built up this sort of momentum even though it wasn't so much for what they were doing in the ring but a lot of people were still interested in their segments and the US title tournament I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with Dolphia.
2: he's obviously Um, not finished with this story is he
0: and I, and I think I like it. Uh, I know I've saw things on Twitter, people saying, why would we suddenly care about a title that a guy just decided he doesn't want and he's given up? Well, fine, like, I understand where you're coming from, but it, it's a twist, and I think you're putting Dolph back into the spotlight. And I don't know, I would love to see Bobby Roode win it, but I don't want to see Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler again. I
2: know, we've had that already. So
0: quick- uh, it was, that was only a couple of months ago um, so maybe maybe say somebody like Gender wins it and Dolph comes back a face perhaps which I'd be up for that so I, I think Dolph is come back in the US title tournament is, it's got a bit intrigue in it as well I would have loved to have seen Rusev in it if I'm honest uh, shout out to Rusev because that Rusev Day t-shirt is the the number one seller in the WWE shop uh, so yeah uh, overall Smackdown see now that I'm saying what I've seen is Smackdown's actually when I think about it, it has dramatically
2: improved. Right. You see once you verbalise what's been going on, mm-hmm. it's decent. I watched, mm-hmm. I, I watched the Boxing Day one and I thought, this is not bad at all. It's as if, since gender is now not the champ, it's the balance has been restored. Uh, there's a clear hierarchy and ladder. So, like with, with the women, you've obviously got the build-up to the Royal Rumble, so mm-hmm. whatever they're doing, it's not like they're in a holding pattern at the moment. They're not advancing too many storylines because it's all about just getting to the rumble, and we'll talk about that in a wee while. But the the tag team division, I'm very happy that. Let me first and foremost say that the New Day versus Usos was possibly, like arguably, the feud of the year last year. Yep. Um, just sterling, wrestling matches that went on for months. Sterling segments, that acts, the the rap battle that they had.
0: The rap battle could have
2: been arguably the segment of the year. I, I I was not looking forward to it happening, but when I watched it, it was excellent. And to be fair, mm-hmm. I was annoyed that New Day won. I don't think that was correct. Uh,
0: no, but Was it not the killer draw?
2: No, I can't, I can't remember, but uh, the Usos definitely had better stuff said. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I enjoyed that tag team feud immensely, I'm really happy that they've actually remembered... Whoever it is, Road Dog, Vince, whoever, they've remembered that they've got a tag team division there. And it's very well laid out now. So you've got New Day and American Alpha 2. I like that. I like that American Alpha 2 got the pin because it shows that even though there was a technicality, like an error in who was pinned, they are able to pin the tag team champs. They're able to get and that think, win if need be. Right? Sorry to cut you off. Sorry cut you off. I think
0: what it also shows is, I remember when Dean. "Quote unquote," beat Seth. Was it? Was it Elimination Chamber? What, what, it wasn't a pay per view. It was like a live event they put on a network. Remember?
2: Um, Say that again, sorry.
0: Remember when Dean beat Seth at that live event they put on the the network? Yep,
2: that the was title, aye.
0: And then Dean ran away with the title. Um, I think it's sort of similar to that. Almost, you just want to see how people react to it, and people did react to it. People were happy with it, um, so I think. That sort of might have played in because you, you sort of tease them winning, and then you just sort of get an, a slight idea: mm-hmm. is this going to receive well? So if it was, or it wasn't. You could potentially do it further down the line, or you could just ignore it.
2: Aye. So I'm enjoying. It's as I said, it's very well levelled. So you've got the main event of the tag team scene going on. You've got Aidan English and Rusev battling it out with the New Day, and I like how they've carried that over into singles action as well. With when you had. Xavier versus English in the US tourney. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're keeping that rivalry going in different formats rather than just tag wrestling. So that's your sort of mid card of the tag scene. And then your lower mid card you've got Bludgeon Brothers decimating the fashion police with um, the Ascension being their failed bodyguards. So the Ascension have actually got something to do. It might be a wee bit shit what they're doing, but they've all got something going on at the moment and it's clear-cut. You know who's on top, you know who's at the bottom. No nonsense going on. The US title tourney. We've always... We, you and I love a good tournament. Mm-hmm. Remember the Gold Rush tournament in 2005, the Edge one? Uh, that was a classic, that one, and just all the tournaments over the years, the King of the Ring. Wish that came back. With the, the title scene, the main event, I'm not really sure what to make of the recent... Uh, uh, Um, announcement that the title match is going to be a handicap with AJ Styles versus Team Sammy and Kevin. I've still not really made my mind up if I like it or not, but I think what we need to remember is Sami Zayn has been booked pretty badly over the the long term of his main roster run. Sami Zayn's now technically got a title shot, and if rumours are to be believed, he will be involved in a title opportunity match at Fastlane as well in that Fatal 5 way. So, Sami Zayn's in the spotlight. He's in the main event scene of SmackDown, which is excellent. That's what we've wanted for Sami for a long time. And albeit it's through sort of smoking mirrors and stuff, he's there. So, I can't complain. I just wonder what they're going to do with that match because this whole thing going on with Sami, Kevin, AJ, Shane and Daniel, it's just... It's a bit of a cluster at the moment.
0: I think you'll probably get Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon involved in it again somehow. And I think, I, I, I'm sort of getting the feeling and impression I was getting when <clears throat> when Kevin Owens and Jericho were starting to come to an end of their um, friendship storyline. So I'm sort of getting that feeling with these two now. i got a feeling we're definitely going to see Kevin Owens and Sammy uh, at WrestleMania again. Which I'm 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 happy with, uh, and I also think you're going to get Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, let's like said, involved in potentially leading a match between a match between those two
2: mm-hmm.
0: at Mania. Which it's it's not my ideal opponent for for Daniel Bryan. You obviously, we're speculating here, but at, like the last couple of times Shane's been in the ring, he's pulled his weight. And the last time he was involved in a singles match, it was arguably match of the night. So. You say what you want that that would belong to AJ Styles or whatever, but Shane put his part in it. So who knows? We'll see how it goes. But uh, it's not an ideal match when we come back to. But let's like say we're, we're sort of speculating and just maybe slightly getting carried away with that.
2: Yeah, I still don't think we'll see Daniel Russell in a WWE ring. I don't know what's going on, but I don't see it happening. And I personally wouldn't want it to be Shane. I know Shane has been all right in his matches he's not looked terrible but you, maybe you could argue that he's been carried by the other guys who are, are both top class athletes yeah.
0: I, I would love to see Daniel Grimes Sammy Zane
2: oh my god
0: I think Sammy's probably top five in the company
2: See for wrestling ability I agree uh, definitely
0: I think I think he's sensational I know really is and I think that would be a really really good match And uh, a match that everybody would love but obviously well, you're know, not going just
1: sort of getting
2: carried away, but why not? It's... So, the, Mr. Angle announced this week that the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble, is going to be thirty competitors. There are not thirty competitors on the main roster for the women. Is that I'm right in saying that? Am I right? Ah,
0: definitely. Because what there's maybe how many were in the ring in SmackDown? Oh, sorry, on Raw when Stephanie made the announcement. There was probably maybe...
2: 13 or something like that.
0: Was it th- Was it?
2: 13 as many as that? Roughly, then, between 10 and 15. I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was a good few. Alexa Bliss was in the ring
0: as well, wasn't she? She was? Yes. So you'd assume, why would she be in the Rumble?
2: Aye, she won't be. That's the thing. You're going to have at least one women's title match, or you're going to have at least... If you're not going to have a women's title match, then you will not, there will be... Two women not wrestling at the th- event,
0: then one of those women are Charlotte, and she should be wrestling. Exactly. See, I think the idea could have been for Alexa Bliss to take on Paige at the Royal Rumble. Probably, say that could be out the window due to Paige's injury. And did see that? Did you see the video of that injury?
2: I've not actually no.
0: Oh, it was what was it? it was. It uh, was Sasha was at the Turnbuckle? Page to the back, Sasha's so jumped up and they turned up and sort of kept like Paige in the back. It just fell down. It doesn't look that bad, but a lot of people are saying like, Well, you know, she's had a, a history of like neck or back or whatever injuries it was. So she shouldn't have done it? I didn't think it was too reckless. If I'm honest, but it was. It was just when you saw Paige was sort of crawling, you could see she that sort of silly bad way. She tries to get up, and she just, oh, just, she just gives out, and it, and it, was, it looked quite frightening. To be honest, like you could tell she was really, really struggling. As soon as I happened you saw the ref straight away doing the X and everyone stopped and he was he went down to check on her but it was uh, it was was quite quite frightening just seeing her
2: in that state aye but she's alright
0: I have not heard anything since so I'm not entirely sure
2: was she on Raw? I don't
0: think
2: so what did you think of the Ask a Bliss match? I wanted your opinion on this one
0: Think I didn't need
2: to see it. There was, you know? was aye.
0: Like, I love the fact that I'll ask her win. If it was any other if she didn't win, you know, I would have been fuming, fuming. But uh, that's your women's champ. You know, you don't need to put her in a position. You could have just you could have gone with something else there, you know. Um uh-huh. uh, it's, it's sort of good and bad, That's it. I, I like the fact that Asuka's unbeaten, she still looks strong as hell but at the same time, like, Alexa Bliss hasn't wrestled in a hell of a long time in a super match back, top of that, you have your champion losing like that, so uh,
2: it was, you know There's an argument for both sides of it, you've got your champion losing and it was uh, another match where you, I know you weren't a big fan of Asuka's main roster match with Emma because it was competitive Mm-hmm. and this was competitive. I know Alexa was doing the whole trying to run out the ring and stuff, but I'm not, I don't know if I'm happy with Alexa getting a lot of offence in. I, I didn't believe that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I see what you mean, but at the same time, and I'm now going to almost contradict what I say is a few weeks back about Asuka coming up, is I kind of don't mind it because she's a champ and she's been booked Quite well recently. She's been champ for a long time. Like obviously been in winning it, and losing it, winning it, etc. But so I don't mind it too much. Um, like I said, I think I could have done without the match. I, I didn't need to see it, uh-huh. just purely because it's like for me, it's almost like a it's a lose lose situation.
2: Still think Alexa's got a lot to do in the ring. Her, her character's fine. No issues with her character, and like her what she does in and around the ring. Psychology wise is good, but just general technical ability. She's mm-hmm. still quite botch heavy. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't, she couldn't really get Asuka into a groove. And I think they've had, went so well with Asuka doing the whole jobber matches, squashing everyone. And then Paige comes in and she's acting all coy and st- st- stepping back. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I just wasn't into that match, but it's clear that Asuka's wanting to be. They've obviously had a couple of um, back and forth with each other, so it's looking like Asuka's going to be a fun favourite for the Rumble.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I'd be stunned otherwise if she didn't win it. I really, really would.
2: Because
0: um, right. I would, I would actually like it to be Asuka and Sasha Banks at, um, at Mania. Uh, which obviously involves Sasha winning it beforehand because, like I said, I'll say it right now, that Asuka is it, going to be my pick for the Women's Rumble. Um, I think that's that's the right way to go. I think that sh- should happen. I think it will happen. Aye.
2: It's
0: just its just who the other women are going to be. And I've read there's going to be people coming up from NXT and I hope it's like that sort of one-off sort of thing. They just come up for the Rumble and... You play up to the storyline, look at that, NXT women are coming up and they could have a chance to, to, to go to WrestleMania, because I don't know if any of them NXT, NXT are even ready to come up at the moment or need to come up at the moment and then there's also rumours of former <coughs> divas, or sorry, women wrestlers um, Beth Phoenix has joined the commentary team I think for that mixed match challenge she has, as well. yeah. so people are I'm thinking maybe she's gonna um come into a rumble which would be excellent because she carried that division for a long, long, long time when there was no real competitors at all. I thought she would she, really, she was really, really good. Um so it'd be quite fun to have her back. And then you never know you could maybe potentially get somebody like Lita or Trish Stratus or Unlikely and it, it probably won't happen, but just imagine if somebody like AJ Lee came back, but that's not going to happen,
2: but you just never know, do you? There will be a few surprises, definitely. And going back to what you said, Asuka is my favourite, barring any rumours of four horsewomen coming in. It's just, on paper, Asuka's unbeatable. There's an outsider bet of Nia Jax, mm-hmm. but she's got this thing going on with Enzo at the moment.
0: See, I think, you know, Jackson single it'll be like that whole, you know, how when um, Mark Henry or Callie or Shaw used to come into rumble,
2: mm-hmm. they'd
0: eliminate some people and then everybody would gang up on them and just sort of toss her out.
2: Aye.
0: So that way you sort of somewhat protect her as well.
2: And I think an outsider bet for myself is Becky. She's back after filming the Marine 17 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been quite quiet recently like a good few months quiet on Smackdown and I think it'd be quite good to see her I know that Charlotte and Becky had a really good match at 2016 Royal Rumble I really like that I think Becky's actually quite underrated she gets lost in the shuffle quite a bit uh, and I don't think that's fair on her I think she's she can definitely hold her own so I would I would not be annoyed at all if she won that would be a good feel good win I think but Scott, mm-hmm. I mean nobody's ready for Asuka Ricky
0: no, no, there isn't. that's the way they have to go. I know you just said Becky. I would like to see Charlotte Becky at WrestleMania. Uh, so I think that would be an interesting as well match. Um, By the way, so the men's rumble generally lasts, what, an hour? Usually. Because it's, what, 30, 30 guys, obviously, and it's, is it one or two minutes in between each entrance? I think it's two of it. Was it 90 seconds? Um, I got a feeling it's 90 seconds. Two would be too much because that's that's an hour just to get guys in. Aye. Uh, so it's like 90 seconds. So what you're looking at, that's about 45, 45 minutes. I don't know, sort of five minutes at the end or so. So you're looking at around about 55 odd minutes. Um, the women's, I don't know if they'll wait 90 seconds between each one. And if they do, then that's probably two hours of the rumble taken up, and then you still need to get the two world title matches
2: in. You'll have the two mid-cab title matches. I imagine the final will happen mm, at the US US title final of the tournament will happen at that event, and... Roman Reigns has been has been a a fighting champion, so he's going to be fighting someone he, maybe some more you know,
0: he uh, he needs to lose that title, I think.
2: Before the rumble, he has to. Well, he we has need to do to. it very soon then.
0: I know, because we've got three weeks. Because you imagine like him retaining the title and then getting into a rumble, like it was the same as last year, where he lost to KO and um, and uh, Jericho, wasn't it? Um,
2: and then he came
0: in at number thirty. Uh huh. I'm sure it was a two on one. It was. It was that when Kale and Jericho was in the shark tank. Was that match? Yeah,
2: that was a shark tank match. Yeah.
0: So like it says like when that happened, even I was like, "You have got to be fucking kidding me!" Like, and I know the whole point of that him coming in was to set up the taken one, but like, just you it goes your brain here. Like, you know, you don't want to give it more heat, and on top of that. You know where the Rumble's been held? It's in Philly, so Jesus. You know, you know what I mean. So, like, and and normally it doesn't. Sometimes when it's a Rumble or Mania, etc., it doesn't really matter where it's been held because you're still going to get that hardcore fan base going out because it's the second biggest pay per view that they've got. So, I think he has to, but I don't think he will. But he has to defend it, and even if he, I would actually be up for if he defended the Rumble and lost it in the Rumble. And then still coming to the rumble match, but and then he was eliminated because then you're, because then you're still like right, well we're not going to give, we're not going to ramble down your throat, so to say, and we'll we we'll, we'll take some of the heat off him a little bit. But I would like him to lose it because as much as I love him, like I say when he win it, he doesn't need it. Um, so now you, know, you could just just it's just a case off from the the rumble to Mary, it's just a case of Roman's Road to getting to getting a title shot.
2: Well, if he is going to lose it soon, there are two contenders. He's obviously had an impressive few weeks with Samoa Joe. Really like that match that they had on Monday night there. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that stipulation where if you get the qualified, you're going to lose the title. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really good stipulation, actually. But another contender is a certain Mr Mizanin, who is also returning from filming duty. And they've made a big hurrah about it with the, the return returning next week video. I'm, I'm. Can you believe? I would never have thought 12 months ago that I would have said this. I'm excited for the Miz coming back.
0: Should be the guys. The guys,
2: fantastic. I've got two possibilities for what they'll do with the Miz when he comes back. He'll either insert himself into the IC title scene, or possibly this whole thing with the Balor Bullet Club thing that's going on at the moment with Finn Balor and the club getting back and forming a trio basically would we possibly see so let's say the Miz wins the IC title quickly and then at the next pay-per-view the Miz-Taraj take on the club the Bullet Club, Balor Club, whatever you want to call it and that leads to a Finn-Miz IC title match at Mania
0: Love it do, love
2: you, it. do you? I love
0: that. I love that.
2: Thank you very much. I'll phone Vince I just now that. then. Aye,
0: ah, do it. Tweet triple H. I absolutely love that idea. That's excellent actually, that's really
2: good. Well, what would you do? Sorry, uh what would you do with Samoa Joe, then? <sighs> Win the rumble?
0: My... Nah, Snack and Moore's winning it.
2: Ah, I don't know about uh, that anymore actually.
0: No I uh, um... John Cena, Joe Cena at Mania.
2: Oh wow, I'd, I would love uh, that. I just shout
0: out, shout out to um, Michael Wiseman because that's a match he's desperate to see as well. That would be amazing. All
2: right, but that there's is a obviously Mania match. All
0: right, the speculation about Undertaker. Obviously, he's appearing at the, the 25th anniversary of Raw. Is that is that the Raw? Bef- is that the Go Home Raw? Uh yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. So apparently, in those rumors, he's coming he's going to do an angle for his match at Mania um, and apparently the other rumours are that we're definitely not going to get Cena John, uh, Cena, John Styles. Cena AJ Styles apparently Cena's got a big, much bigger match lined up what that means or who against, I don't
2: know uh, see the, the whole thing with Nakamura I'm trying to get the rules right in my head there are rumours been that at Fastlane there's going to be a fatal five-way for the title. AJ, Kevin, Sammy, Naka and Orton. So if Nakamura's in a title match at Fastlane then why would he be in that title match if he's already got a title shot? At WrestleMania, guaranteed. That's a good point. Unless that is just a rumour though. I know. You
0: know, that might just be... Put out there just to throw everyone off descent or potentially Nakamura winning it, the Rumble Rumble. Um, perhaps, maybe not. But there's also another picture, and I think it was um, someone just done it themselves at the Elimination Chamber. Yep, uh, it was Brock, Roman, Braun, Cesaro, Finn. Uh, and I can't remember who the final person is now. But anyway, and the big thing about that was that the title was around Braun's shoulder.
2: Where did you see this? It was on Twitter. Just on Twitter, right?
0: On Twitter, it was some... (sighs) I don't know where it was. I don't know if it was the city that Fastlane's in had that advertisement up, but a lot of people are saying that it's a fake one, so we don't really know. Um, And if that's the case, that means Braun beats... Wins the title the Rumble by pinning Kane and Brock will win the Elimination Chamber, win the title back?
2: Well, <laughs> I would rather that Braun kept it for a bit longer than that, but at least uh, they're going I'd... to do something instead of make it an inevitable Bron, uh, Brock defeats Kane at the Rumble.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's see, it's probably most likely 100% a fake, but and you just never know, it's again it just puts that wee bad doubt in your mind but I would be very, very surprised at that um, and then it just then you'd go ahead and say right, what would you now do with Bron?
2: Aye uh, If you'd give us a minute, a couple of seconds folks, uh, Barry's ready to join so I'm going to invite our on and off co-host on, give us right back after this pause Welcome Barry, glad to have you back on the show, how are you doing?
1: Hi, good evening, everybody,
2: and a Happy New Year to all listeners out there. Forgot to do that at the start of the show. Happy New Year to one and all. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, So, Barry, we were just discussing, is there a possibility that there's going to be a a different than expected outcome in the universal title triple threat match? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I've not really
1: thought that uh, far ahead, actually. I've no thought about that possibility. I've just expected that. A Lesnar win, really. Um, it's an interesting curveball. Whoever thought of that idea deserves a round of applause. Uh, possibly, but uh, what, what are you going all nines are then to be rolling and brawn for a title that
2: Well, it's possible that, let's say, for instance, like, see if they put Kane on the title. Kane as the champ, then I will just... We've been trying to be very positive about WWE tonight, but if they have put the title on Kane and I'm handing in my season ticket i tell you that right now
1: well the fact he's got 20 plus years now WWE mm-hmm. and even before then you can include that Glenn Jacobs his character was that uh, Isaac Yankum so you can even include that so in that terms I think now that you've mentioned the curveball he might win it
2: Oh, and I wouldn't, have, I
1: wouldn't have a problem with it and then he'd lose it at the Elimination Chamber I wouldn't. I think want... that's a possibility.
2: I couldn't handle Kane being the champ. There's just no need for him. There's... I would start crying.
1: Wouldn't it be? The... I mean, there's been surprising title holders the last few years, but that wouldn't be the biggest surprise. I, I would be for it. I don't think it would last long.
2: Well, we know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Then it will be Kane versus the Undertaker for the title. I <sighs> that
1: was like, no, I just got an impression he did was at the chamber. Um, so that's maybe a
2: possibility,
1: so uh, uh, I could see maybe a little losing it to Braun. Well i they had no plans of losing the in the title match. Say they lost it to Braun then it was Braun Roman for the title, it would be quite exciting to see Braun get in the as a champ, but that's a bit far fetched, I think, so
2: Well, there are quite regularly title changes in chamber matches, so maybe mm-hmm. that, maybe it could change at the rumble and go back onto to Brock at the chamber, so we'll see. But I
1: would imagine if Brock was the champ going into his chamber it would be a number one contenders chambers match I think I think he'd be involved in it you never know you never know it
2: would be
1: quite exciting oh. if, his, if it's his farewells um, year he might want to have a wee chamber before he goes so. uh-huh. you yeah, have I it. thought that I thought that as well
2: I
0: thought it would be a number one contenders match in the chamber as opposed to a title match in the chamber as well mhm
2: So I've said it would be quite surprising if Brock didn't win the title. Sorry, didn't retain the title at Rumble. Very surprising. Yeah. So, there's been, obviously, we've talked quite quite a bit tonight already about Raw, Barry, not everything, but my favourite bit on Raw, if there's anyone who follows me on social media or on the column forums or whatever, I am loving... Loving the blue hell out of Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins and cut angle storyline that's going on just now. I can't get enough of it. The there was worries concerns last week that when Jason Jordan won the title, the tag titles that they just basically next to the possible potential heel heel turn idea. But straight away this week, you know, they've not changed plans at all. The dynamic is that Jason Jordan's ego has just been stroked even more. He thinks he's excellent and he's not willing to take on any advice from basically now a, a well-rounded veteran and the, arguably the sort of most over babyface of the company in Seth Rollins. He's not taking on his mentor's advice, acting like an arsehole. Uh, I don't know what it means for lead-up to mania if it's going to be Jason versus Seth since Dean's injured, Jason versus Angle or Seth versus Angle. It's hard to tell but I'm enjoying myself at the moment. What are your thoughts on this wee storyline, Barry?
1: It's becoming interesting. Um, the only issue is that Jason Jordan's still, and my eyes, still can't get over with the crowd. I think that's They're the point, tried. though. And I think, if I'm honest, they've tried for a few months now, potentially since the Angle father storyline. Um, but I think they've actually now, after we've watched one I've never realised what they're going to do to get him over. And it was the whole backstage bit with him, Seth and Roman and they started acting dead. stupid and come in and sort of to instruct them what to do and they looked at him, stupid and the crowd were sort of laughing. I think he's going to come across as a sort of daft, sort of funny character now. And the fans will take to that.
2: See, but I don't think they're wanting... According to Kurt Angle, he said in a podcast or a radio show interview that the plan... The storyline that they've got going on with Jordan they knew that the fan reaction would be like that all along, this Mm -hmm. cut angles, my dad's, this is great I'm going to really enjoy my time and then I'm going to start acting like a spoiled kid, an arsehole and I think that apparently this sort of cringe fan reaction is what they knew would happen and it's a long game so I
0: hope I don't buy that at all why not? It's just it's too it's not believable enough. <laughs> no exactly.
1: No, it,
2: that's
0: it. it just it just isn't. I think I think I think it turns on Seth at some point. Aye. And I think we'll get potentially could get Seth versus um Jason Jordan. <laughs> and I don't know when, maybe it may not, I don't know, maybe before it but I think we're gonna get that. Um
2: and I'd be <clears throat> I'd, I'd be down for it I'd be kind of happy with it I think I'd be a real good match I think it would and I think the only sort of small gripe I have with it is Seth Rollins has had a top notch year basically since Mania up before Mania but his whole redemption story has been excellent um, I don't know if Jason am and Jordan Jason Jordan's story I don't know if he's ready for a massive match at Mania
1: See, he may
0: not be, but I think everything we saw from in the ring suggests that he's he's really he's he's, he's terrific in the ring. So I think that because he's done well against him, um, Cena done well against Lane. like he's looked excellent. So I think it could work. I think I think it'll be it'll be an interesting
1: dynamic as well. I think it will be. So uh, I think he will be involved in some sort of. He'll have his big singles WrestleMania match. I think this year, just based on the fact that he's proved himself against the stars you just mentioned there, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: he'll be like, I deserve some sort of spot Mania, so uh, rather than building it for a couple of years then giving it a couple of years of time I think that would be a big enough match for him it was him and Seth
2: uh-huh.
1: I could see that possibly happening That Dean's injured, I. if i lot not the champs getting to Mania I'd be swaying that that would be the match between the two
2: Have we spoken on the pod since Dean got injured? Nope uh, I
1: think I see the night we were doing the best of 2017 for the review whatever uh-huh. um, it just had the surgery that day I think you confirmed oh, aye, to me that's that he right. was going to book for a long time
2: well it looks certain now that he's going to miss Mania so that is devastating news to be honest I heard somebody
1: it was nine months
2: aye it's going to be a long time and it's so, that's a real shame he was, it was it
1: unbelievable actually sorry to interrupt but it was these records and stuff they were saying how many matches he'd competed in since basically he's, he's come into it with a shield he was the, I think he was the top uh, for as many matches over that time of years. Um something like Cesaro or somebody or something like that was no far behind him. I don't think Cesaro, somebody else. I think Aye, it was was right it, right? Uh, so. One 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 of the episodes it was it was by right? Ah so it was, You're right.
2: But he's Aye. overtaken them now, Jay also is now the official Iron Man of WWE. hmm Just for consistency and constantly being used on telly all the time and all the I house sure show matches it. and stuff like that. But it's still a shame, like Dean, he's never been, I've never been fed up with Dean. I know they've possibly exhausted all they can do with him as a baby face, but I've just, I've always enjoyed Dean, ever since the whole breakup of the Shield in the first place, when Dean was on the chase with Seth the whole time. Uh, then he's the early start of 2016, where they kept teasing him winning the title. Funnily enough, his actual title reign was a bit off for some reason don't know why but I've always enjoyed him so it was quite sad to see him not involved in Mania especially after he was relegated to the pre-show last year
1: these kind of injuries can be a good to people sometimes though because that could be like maybe get a big shot at Mania next year the possible title wins and all that can lead to stuff like that Aye. You,
0: could, you could easily run the storyline um, when he comes back you'll have a you could pretend the shield had come back together or whatever and he could just come out and attack Seth and be like the only guy that came and saw me was Roman you never cared yourself selfish. you always have been sort of thing and he goes after Seth and you could play it off and then that way you can go either way Seth's with if, if heel or Dean's hill, you could go either way then
1: mm-hmm.
2: interesting times, we'll see what happens like the whole Seth and Dean I was adamant on seeing Dean turn heel for a while or like, one of them turning heel on each other again and having a blow off feud I've said before on the podcast that I would love to see them in an Ironman match but I've enjoyed I enjoyed their run as tag tag team so much and I've enjo- really, really taken to Seth, I've always enjoyed them. like Accepted them, but in these last few months, I'm hot on Seth at the moment. That sounds a wee bit risky, frisky. Seth's hmm. um, well, a good guy, anyway. He, he is, he's a handsome fella, he's a CrossFit Jesus, after all, but just hey, hey. The, the work he's putting into his character, the, he's considering <coughs> when they tried to do their sort of face turn with him when Triple H screwed him, when Kevin Owens won the Universal title, and he wasn't really. Like getting cheered te- properly, see now since the whole thing with Triple H and then reuniting with Dean, he is one over fella right now. Uh, he's just his everything about him is amazing right now.
1: I am all for him since that Triple H match, he came back in there. Uh-huh.
2: Um,
1: but I think the reason you seen saying before that when we screwed with Triple H, uh, something's telling me I think he was sort of rushed back for that first injury anyway so I think he was down the back of each head that it was going to happen again and it did and he nearly missed me here Aye. I still believe that was a legit injury although it was discussed a few times on here that it might have been a, a work but I'm certain the majority of that was legit
2: Aye, I think it was They wouldn't risk so much telly so much TV nah. just for him not like to come back so I'm glad that I'm happy for the chap um, I'm trying to think what else we need to cover Barry is there anything else that you want to talk about as I said we've talked about quite a few things but if you've, is there any burning issues you want to address from the last well, couple of weeks that
1: if you spoke about Raw the fact that how damn good the Roman Reigns and small Joe match was I
2: yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, touched on that it was an excellent match
1: well, way to start the year electricity. Uh-huh. Uh, I think a- it was actually you can always tell a good great match in Raw I'm sure it was two breaks were certainly was a second break for that and I think this is easy to pay per view material uh, it
0: did go on for a fair while because try- the ref was trying to stop the match as well which is, which is quite interesting
1: mm-hmm. that's right aye
0: so, uh, I says um, to Clive earlier on I think I would like to see Roman drop the title before he goes to the rumble because I would like to see that title defend at the rumble but I don't want to see Roman defend it and get into the rumble again like he done last year I don't think Mm -hmm. that would go over too well. So, we basically got like a couple of weeks, three weeks ultimately for him to drop
1: the title. I thought he was going to drop it there actually. So, there. Uh, And Raw there. So, I don't know where they'll go with that. There'll be a sort of Seamus Cesaro, Ambrose Rollins sort of title change somewhere down the line there. Just an unexpected out of the blue, I think. Potentially, you could be right, could be like the Raw before Mania. Remember, we've got this Raw 25 year thing coming up as well. So, you're expecting some sort of controversy and some, something big unexpected happen
2: at that well, there probably will be but it's probably just going to be a, a nostalgia fest got... it
1: will be but there's, it needs something to remember it by so there'll no. be a couple of title matches at that I'd, I'd be surprised if there isn't
2: huh. good point actually maybe that's when Roman loses the IC title uh, aye marks your
1: calendars ladies and gentlemen
2: there it is
1: there's definitely they're going to have something at that event to remember it by anyway there'll be a few things they always do that with these big events big raw events anyway
2: I think we'll see the mids eat a Stone Cold Stunner and a Rock Bottom probably <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's returning next week isn't
2: he oh aye. yep that'll be good just to see what they're going to do with him mm-hmm.
1: see that's could be his, yeah I know he had the match with Not many a singles match but didn't go down too well at the time with myself and majority of the WWE Universe, but he's still drew a singles match one-on-one with Sunday at Mania.
2: Aye, like a proper feud match? Aye,
1: aye. It's, you think about it, it's been unfortunate over the years, I think he's probably... Could be wrong, certainly he's missed a couple through injury. He's been involved in gimmick matches and he's never really had a tag matches. he's never really had a one-on-one match with somebody, apart from the Xena, that I can remember.
2: Well, I was saying earlier that I think mate, there's a possibility with this Finn, Balor, Bullet Club thing going on. Uh, I think there's a possibility that they'll face the Miztourage at some point and it could lead to a Miz-Finn IC title match at Mania. That's that? That'd be great.
1: Actually, I'd offer that.
2: Uh, I think it would do Finn a world of good, get him involved in more TV segments. For me, I don't care if someone can't talk properly as long as they can wrestle well, but obviously Vince likes guys who can have good non-wrestling segments. So get him in a lot of Miss TV stuff then I'm all for I would be quite happy with that match I've not
1: been that uh, that disappointed with Finn on the mic actually I thought it was pretty
2: good I've got no wishes probably because we're from Scotland we're used to hearing folk talk like that mm-hmm. um, no but it seems as
1: if he knows what he's talking about and stuff there's aye. people just in the mic get this choke. Aye, I've got <coughs> that. Roman but uh, but other people just know I don't know I don't get it I, I, didn't, I didn't know that it was news to me
2: what, that Vince doesn't like him?
1: No, I really didn't like him. I didn't know he had a problem with his mic skills.
2: I'm just, I'm just guessing, basically. That, oh, right, right. Uh, the whole thing keeps popping up on the internet that Vince doesn't think Finn's over, even though that's all Vince's fault.
1: Well, to be fair, I found it quite surprising, just because I wasn't sure where he was going with his character, I, that backstage he brought that up again, the fact that he's never had his one-on-one rematch for the Universal title and I know it led to him saying he was going to enter the Rumble, but it's just still that at the back of your head, I think is he going to be doing something
2: with the Universal title shortly? Possibly it, it makes me really, really want Lesnar not to renew his contract or even even if he just loses the title at Mania then that opens Aye. up a whole new avenue for lots of different matches for the title again mm. so that would be definitely a this was the next week's segment I was wanting to talk about. What would I like to happen in 2018? And it would be first and foremost to get that belt off Brock Lesnar and give it to a full-timer. Raw's been good, but... That? I know. Raw has been good, but the main event scene, it could do with a bit more sort of clarity instead of just number one contender matches all the time. So get that belt off him. Even if it is Roman Reigns, who's not my favourite wrestler in the world. Um... Just get it off him and get rid of him. If Brock Lesnar's never seen again, I I wouldn't be that annoyed to be honest with you. Ricky, any thoughts? Um, I
0: agree. Brock Lesnar told you the title, and I think he will at Mania. I would like to see Braun get the title for a a somewhat decent amount of time. Um. And I, this is probably more wishful thinking than anything else. I would like, I would love to see and hope CM Punk returns.
2: Um, <laughs> oh no, that's a shame. Like
0: obviously, <laughs> um, so aye, that, that's about it. Nothing. Let's like say more than if I would say Braun to
1: get the title for a decent amount of time. Uh
2: huh. I mean, he's the most dominant force on the the roster.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely.
2: Did you hear him hear what he said in Raw with Heath Slater and Rhino? He was talking about oh, get aye. get these hands <laughs> <laughs>
1: what was
2: that? Basically during the match with Rhino Heath Slater was um he's that is his name, Heath Slater was running about the ring and Braun just grabbed the mic and said, You've got two options. You can either fucking come in the ring and get these hands or do whatever. <laughs> just the way he said it that. Rich Latter was absolutely loving it.
0: Hi,
2: <laughs> get these hands, that should be the new this is a new uh, T shirt, so get these hands, Braun Strowman style. I think another wish for me would be first and foremost to calm down with the part timer stuff. Too much is relied on for the part timers and that was shown quite clearly in the Survivor Series main event, that was just ended up turning into a farce. But another one would be for the NXT call-ups to be handled with a bit more care than they have been. There's quite a few of them this year. Your um, Nakamura's Bobby Roode's revival, fair enough that was through injury, but that couldn't be helped. Ty Dillinger, most of them on SmackDown, funnily enough, but SmackDown was a, quite bad for a while. Just... Give, if they're going to come up give them a purpose and if, just don't bring them up just because it's the Raw after Wrestlemania give them a story that's going to be get them in focus straight away instead of just right we'll put them over a jobber in the Raw after Wrestlemania they'll win a couple of matches then they won't be seen again for a few months until it's time to put them in some sort of programme bring them up with a programme in mind so that's my wish I can't see that happening there's probably going to be random call-ups Um but that's my my main wish I would say Barry
1: Um you, uh, I would say like as to actually see Shinzuki Nakamura come out of the shell and become a proper the superstar that we all know that he can be if he's allowed to do that and perform the way he can be then I'd like to see that happen he by the way is probably one of my picks for the rumble this year um, I would like to see Daniel Bryan have his in-ring return. I'm hoping it's at WrestleMania, but that's wishful we thinking of that.
2: Um, apparently, so, apparently he's going to find out his status before Mania. Oh, greatness. I know.
1: <laughs> Absolute brilliant, so there you go. That dream could become closer. Um, I would just like to see the tag team division grow and grow, because I think that's the shining light of 2000 one of the shining lights of 2017
2: anyway definitely the latter half the second half of 2017 was basically the tag teams were just stealing the show every (laughs) fucking pay per view the best match of the night was a tag match Mm -hmm.
1: can I can I argue with that that's definitely true I think it's a far fetched sort of scenario just something I picked up in a few weeks ago on the show that the whole Omega thing is a work of Vince man
2: and
1: <laughs> Omega will be on probably and e sooner than Yank uh, it won't happen now but obviously I'd say that thing think it would have been good if Jericho fought Omega Mania um, so they're doing a diss back at the Rumble or something but it's probably too soon for him like that, but that's my far-fetched prediction of the year um, and I think there's a possibility we might she might undertake another
2: match, potentially with like Zena this year. I don't know if I want that though. It looked done last year. It looked absolutely done. Who would take her? Aye.
1: He's been done for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Aye. Look, look. And I think it was quite
0: sad as well. As we saw him last year. It was just, just really sad. And I'd rather not go through that again.
1: It's the only match I'd really go to see is having and her see I would love to see that as well but
2: I would have loved to have seen it a couple of years ago aye when
1: it was a wee bit better. probably the Hell in a Cell Triple H match up to then was probably one of the last performances he put in I must say one of his best performances I've seen over the last 10 years when his career was winding down was the CM Punk match that was arguably one of the best matches of that year at the arena. Um, alright Punk probably carried him through the match but I still thought he performed really well Uh, so but nah apart from if it was him and Xena should have happened a few years ago but if it's not going to be that then a a potential guy I suppose it could probably be Braun Strowman but I'm in fear that he might kill him that night really kill him (laughs) there's no need to mention is he retired or not is he dead or (laughs) not
2: aye really is he couldn't kill a dead man no that's the thing aye (laughs) Right,
1: so so aye,
2: there you go, that's my hot picture 2K18 2K18, sponsored by Snoop Dogg's rap Right, so will we get on and close the show with our usual traditional quiz then? Yep, yep.
1: <laughs>
2: Yes uh, Excuse me, Barry I'll, I'll splice in I'll, spl- <laughs> I'll splice in the quiz when I'm good and ready, and that's right now It's fucking quiz time! With Ricky and Clive and friends! A
1: fucking WWE quiz!
2: Right, so... To celebrate... Sorry, to celebrate Chris Jericho basically kind of crossing over into New Japan Pro Wrestling, I have devised a quiz today that is celebrating... Japanese wrestlers in the WWE and I had a bit of time to skive and work today and I went overboard and there are 11 questions oh,
1: this is very it was just two, minutes ago
2: and, I, and there's a couple of bonus points they're not actually that hard, some of them might be right, so number one, name the
0: Takamachinoko own-
2: <laughs> 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 Number one, name the only Japanese wrestler to be a main roster champion in 2017. I spent in the
0: face of people who don't want to be cool. Okay. Tozawa.
2: Correct, well done. 1-0 to you, Ricky. Number two, name the so um, name the Japanese wrestler who held both the light heavyweight and the cruiserweight titles. It's me, it's me,
1: it's BSE.
2: Okay, Barrett.
1: Tojiroo.
2: Correct. See, so they know that. Uh, hard. Number three. Who was the first light heavyweight champion? Oh. Well, I guess.
1: guess, but it's me. It's me. It's BSE. Right.
2: Taki Correct.
1: Why do you not guess? I know. Your, I think that
2: was going to be the clue. He was going to give. No, your fucking favourite ever wrestler, Vicky and someday I should yeah. mind it first, but he's quite looking back in, it in my head. Here's a bonus point. Who was his world title match against? World
1: title?
2: Yep, he had a he had a WWF title match one night on Raw. Oh. oh. Will well, give you a clue?
1: If you want.
2: He had backup from the Acolyte Protection Agency that night. Who did. Taka or the
1: guy who's fighting? Taka.
2: It's me, it's me, it's B-A-Z. Uh-huh. Triple H. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, it's 3-1 to Barry. I don't remember that at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't, but it's,
1: just, it's a DP hanging was for you. It through that whole McMahon-Hemsley uh, oh, right.
2: Number four. What was Asuka's ring name before she became Asuka in NXT? If you don't get, if you don't know it, just say and we can quickly move on. I don't
1: know it. I definitely
2: don't know it. Um, Ricky? No, not Hacksaw Jim Duggan. (laughs) What was that? He said, Oh, and I said, No, it wasn't Hacksaw Jim Duggan.
0: (laughs) I spit in the face, you know,
1: people don't recall. Was it.
2: Cara? Oh, it was. 3-2 Three two to Barry. They're catching up. Right. This is a this is a quick who am I question. I was on the SmackDown brand in the first brand split. My wife accompanied me to the ring. I was a former tag team champ. My gimmick was basically, I'm as Japanese as you're going to get.
1: It's me. It's me. It's B A Z.
2: Okay, Barry. Finaki? No. <laughs> Ricky, do you want to chime in? We got
1: another
2: um, another one. Well, I was hoping that JR would be on for this. The other the other one is I was the NGPW Rookie of the Year 2000. <coughs> Running out of clues, I'll give you one more clue. My tag team partner, who I was tag champs with, was Rene Dupree. I think you both kick yourself here.
1: Who the fuck? Do you give up? No. I know who has actual tag team partner when he first in it, but no, oh, you mentioned that. Um,
0: I'm just going to have to guess was at. something Suzuki <laughs> please uh, tell me it was <laughs> him
2: yes it was oh god
0: like
2: you there? <laughs> what's happening?
1: sorry I just it just caught off the can you hear me?
2: yep yeah, I can hear you
1: did, did I get the point for that?
2: What did you... What you didn't was, answer. What was the first you name? You
1: said
0: the second
2: name, was it? Oh, it was like Kenzo or Kenta or something, Suzuki. It was Kenzo Suzuki. So I get the point. I'll get you the point. Thanks. Three each. In 1995, a Japanese wrestler called Hachuki, no sorry, Hakushi, had a short but memorable feud with Bret Hart. What did Hakushi bring to the ring as a threat to Bret Hart one week on Raw? Again, if you don't know it, just say.
1: I can remember the storyline, that's a hang of it.
2: Silence. I'm just
1: going to be guessing here because I remember something that's happening, but it's me, it's me, it's BSE. Okay. With some sort of. This is wrong, but I'm just guessing. I know he definitely felt like something sort of powder in his eyes at one point. (laughs) Jinna
2: you know Match. No, it wasn't I, that. I don't know. alright, cool. Ricky
0: See I was gonna say something the same, so I'll just take a random guess.
1: Um uh,
2: a gun <laughs> <laughs> I have no, no idea. It was the severed head of Bret Hart. Do you remember I don't it now? Know can't remember that part I, just, I remember yeah. the feud but I don't remember that nah, he brought a severed dummy head a bright heart out so still three each number 7 when did Hideo Watami make his first main roster appearance
0: when you mean main roster you don't mean
1: NXT
2: no <laughs> it's
1: always a trick question
2: anyway it is yes it is
1: because he was up before ah uh, he was
2: on it that week <laughs>
1: Um, Does this have to be the date, and there's no, just
2: a year, Jim? No, just the pay per view. Alright,
1: oh, right. It's me, it's me, it's BSE. Okay. The Royal Rumble?
2: In- incorrect. Nicky? Um. Oh, actually. Aye, thank
0: you. It's. um... <clears throat> I spit in the face of
2: you. There, Ricky. Can you
0: hear me?
2: I can hear you now. Uh, um, the uh,
0: Andre Giant Andre Giant Battle Royal.
2: Which pay per view? <laughs> yep, thirty one. I heard you. You've got some sound issues there, Ricky. I, don't know I knew that. On.
1: I knew it was as soon as I said that, and then said I knew it, and it was that.
2: Is your sound alright, Ricky?
1: Yeah, can you hear me now, sorry?
2: Yep, uh-huh. Uh what's wrestler's name was a reference to the highest rank in sumo wrestling? I spit in the faces of people who don't be cool.
0: Yep. Yokozuna? Well done. Oh
2: <laughs> <man>. <laughs> A bonus point. What was Yokozuna's real first name? of people who don't recall. Cool.
0: Right. Was Joe? Oh, I don't know. No, no.
1: Barry. <laughs> it's me. It's me. B A e. G.
2: Mhm. John. No.
1: Oh, no, John and Yoko. No. I remember, I remember
2: it now. Go on, tell us. then <laughs> you don't get the point for this, but what is it?
0: I know Rodney. Aye. I <laughs> only I only found out like quite recently in the last couple of years. that He wasn't actually Japanese. He was fucking Simone.
2: Oh well, that's me. Just lost one of my questions, then, isn't it? Oh fuck! <laughs> the
1: the question... whole sixteen,
2: of them, I am feeling quite glad I was actually. The, the fake bonus... Ask the, the question again, anyway. The fake bonus point was uh, why does Yokozuna technically not belong in this quiz, and it's because he's not <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> uh, so it's. There's not technical about it. It doesn't
0: matter. it
2: he's I... the rock.
0: The rock's brother.
2: <laughs> I did it for the rock. Uh, so that's 4-3 to Ricky the tables have turned which WWE superstar still holds the record as the youngest IWGP heavyweight champion so that's the New Japan heavyweight champ the youngest ever which WWE superstar Uh, I spit in
0: the face of people (laughs) who don't recall. okay um that's
1: current Scottie surely
2: Has to be knackered um, Correct. Ah. Yeah. Oh, it's 5-3 Good Barry Make it a draw Which Former tag team champ This is from way back in the day Right So You don't need to know that part But which Superstar Became more famous As a manager For the likes of Don Morocco Demolition
1: It's me It's me It's B-A-G Yep
2: Mr. Fuji correct oh it's 5-4 and you might not get this last one at all so it could end 5'4. 4 female tag team jumping bomb angels were the only Japanese outfit to win what now defunct title jumping bomb angels who were Norio Tateno and Itsuke Yamakaze they were the only Japanese outfit to win what titles title which is now defunct
1: a WWE
0: title? Yes. I spit in your face Up people don't want to be cool. Mm-hmm. The,
1: the women's WWF
2: tag titles.
1: Oh, women. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the, the pretty much simplest guess, I suppose, <laughs> I yeah.
2: right, think. That, that's right. <laughs> right. I was trying to make it sound pure abstract as fuck, like, when was this? This was years ago. But you did it well done, so... 6 4, was it? 6 5, I Well done, Ricky It was 5 4, uh, so 5 4. Did
1: you? And 6, obviously, you got that,
2: sir. So. Aye. So, thanks for taking part in the quiz. Thanks for joining us, Barry. And thanks for joining us, Ricky. Thanks Thank for you for having us. Thanks for downloading and listening to us. Remember the information about the t shirt giveaway. I'm not going to repeat it, so just rewind the programme. And keep an eye out, an ear out for further podcasts from SMC Wrestling Podcast, Keeping It Strong Style and the One Nation Radio. So thanks for listening guys and we'll speak to you next week. See you later. Good
1: night. Take care guys.